Hi, and welcome to Global Impact, a podcast designed to help you find the freedom to accomplish more with your life, increase the productivity of your team, and make a difference in the lives of people around the world. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver, and I thank you for joining us. Hi, this is J.W. Oliver with Global Impact. I'm fortunate today to have Dr. Nikki Green back with us, and this was a little special treat for us. We knew with the pandemic that's uh, kind of rushing across the country and uh, across the world that uh, I wanted to ask Nikki to bring a few comments. So how are you today, Nikki? I'm doing good, JW. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, I, I know you're taking a little break in beautiful Arizona. Visiting some schools with your uh, son and enjoying yeah. the, I was going to say enjoying the sun, but I understand it's raining. <laughs> yes, not really enjoying the typical uh, Phoenix sun, but that's okay. We're still, we're still having a good time. So I guess we works. could sing any song, the sun will come out tomorrow, yeah. It'll come, somewhere, it, right? Yeah. We are, yeah, we are in the desert of Arizona. It will come out. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it's so not going to rain we'll there just, forever, that's for sure. That's right. We'll just see if it, if it happens to you while we're still here, we'll see. Well, well, Nikki, we were just having a conversation uh, before this. Now, that's when I said, whoa, whoa, we, we need to record this. And that was the, the purpose <laughs> of the call. Well, you know, there's 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 patients. I asked you about were, were any of your patients a high number of cancellations? And, and we talked about what you're doing in your office. And you, you mentioned a few stories. So right. uh, tell us a little bit about has, has protocols changed with the the coronavirus scare and the, you know obviously we always have influenza season and the flu right what, what what do you how do you educate your patients when they call or, or what are you doing in your office that may be different that, that uh, some folks would like to hear about yeah sure now I'll be happy to talk about that a little bit um the reality is as I was sharing with you earlier is that we haven't really seen a big uptick in patients canceling or things along that nature this is spring break season so we always have a little bit of an uptick just due to people's schedule you know schedules and last minute trips and things like that so we've had kind of the typical uh, spring break week level of cancellations but we really haven't had much in the way of people canceling because of fear over the coronavirus, which I'm very appreciative of. Um, makes me feel like I've got an educated group of patients who recognize that maybe a dental office might be one of their safer places that they could be <laughs> <laughs> during coronavirus season. Um, and that really is the truth, you know, and it's not a, a place of mass gatherings. I mean, coronavirus is a virus that is airborne, you know, and it's spread through human contact, uh, touching hard surfaces, you know, sneezing on each other, you know, in much the same way that the regular influenza virus is spread. So that's really your bigger concern is places like airports and, um, you know, uh, places of large gatherings, you know, not your local dentist office. That's not where you're going to be at the most increased risk. So I appreciate that I've got an educated group of patients who aren't too afraid of that. Um, some you funny also things, mentioned too yeah. that, that you... You, that you have not seen, you've had a few questions on the phone and some people sure. come in and uh, you told me a funny story about a, uh, a lady wanting to, uh, one of your patients wanting to wipe down right, her, her yeah. chair with her, her sanitary wipe. Explain yeah. how you kind of handled that and, and how you educated her as well. 
yeah, so, you know, hopefully people listening to this maybe find a little bit of insight from this information too. But, you know, you're, the stuff that you can buy over the counter at your drugstore or Kroger or something, like your Lysol wipes and your Purell wipes and such, they are antibacterial, they are antiviral. But if you read on the back of the packaging, you're going to learn that they have most of them a minimum of a four minute kill time, which what that means is if you're going to wipe a surface down and expect it to be free of viruses and bacteria when you go to touch it again, that means you have to get it wet and the that wet solution has to stay on that hard surface for a minimum of four minutes in order to get the correct kill time to kill those bacterium and those viruses. So the proper way to wipe down your airplane seat would be to go in, wipe it down, keep it wet, don't touch it again for four minutes. Well, I just was on a plane two days ago and I didn't see anybody wiping down their plane seats that way. You know, it was a quick 15 second wipe, wipe, wipe. And they thought that they were doing themselves justice. And the reality is they're not doing themselves justice. And in some cases they can actually be doing themselves harm um, because they, a dehydrated virus or bacterium is a dying virus or bacterium. So one that is dry on a hard surface is going to die. Whereas when you go re-wet it and you just re-wet it long enough to get it a little bit of life back again, but you don't keep the solution on there long enough to actually kill the virus or bacterium, you might actually be doing yourself and others some harm. So, um, you know, not to say that our antiseptic wipes are not good. I think that they, they should be used in a time like this, but you do have to read the packaging and know what you're doing and how you're doing it. And just to give some reassurance about what your dental office is doing, we have known that for years. We were trained in um, OSHA and CDC standards for how to wipe down and clean our operatories and our hard surfaces for our patients. So we know that we have to go into an operatory after you have left JW and we have to spray down every surface that especially you me. or I, yeah, especially if you're there, you or I or the assistant have touched or even had a possibility of touching. We have to spray those areas down. We have to leave them wet for a minimum. Our, our uh, medical grade um, solutions have a two and three minute time typically. So we have to keep um, those hard surfaces wet for three minutes and then come back into that room, respray and rewipe. So the precautions that we take and we have always taken according to CDC and OSHA guidelines are much more enhanced than you bringing in your Lysol or your Purell wipe and thinking that you're going to help us in our endeavors. So well, while I appreciate me, the caution, I guess yeah, I can re reiterate too, you, this is not something new you're doing, correct? I mean, this is something you've no. been doing daily and it's not something you, you punched into effect just because of this uh, outbreak. Absolutely not. In fact, the re reality is we have had no changes and we will have no changes due to this outbreak as far as how we take care of our operatories, the areas in which you are going to be treated. Now, just like we do in flu season, our general cleanliness of the office is absolutely enhanced. So for instance, we've got some air purifiers going now, and we've had this going since flu season. So we've had it going since November, December. We've got air purifiers going on through our office that are cleaning the air with some essential oils and things like that. Um, we are 
absolutely um, cleaning common areas in the waiting rooms and things like that, the hard surfaces, the chair rails and such. We're cleaning those on an hourly basis. But that's something we've been doing throughout flu season. So again, that's not because of anything with the coronavirus. That's just any time in a public place when there's an elevated risk of any type of common bacteria or flu, that's just something I think is prudent for all of us to do. Um, but as far as how we take care of our actual patients inside our operatories, no, nothing has changed, nor would it change. Um, I did, in preparing for this call, I did call my office, because as you've already mentioned, I'm out of my office for the next couple of days, just to kind of make sure that, you know, there hadn't been any changes or increase in cancellations and such. And they reported back to me that no, everything was pretty much normal, except <laughs> they did note to me that uh, we're refilling the soap in the bathrooms at a much higher rate right now <laughs> than we ever have before. So it sounds like our patients, um, you know, maybe their awareness of hand cleansing and such, because we don't use the, the patient restrooms to wash our own hands unless we're using one of the restrooms. We wash our hands in the clinical areas and such. So obviously our patients are maybe washing their hands a little bit more often. Um, so I kind of. So I guess you were wondering why you used to fill that up uh, once uh, every every Friday afternoon. Now you're filling it up at noon and five, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it went from uh, twice a week to three times a day. So maybe maybe it's just a matter of patients are, are really filling their hands up with soap before they wash their hands or something. I don't know what well, we, the increase in frequency is. We, you and I kind of laughed about that beforehand. It's it's, it's like washing your hands shouldn't be a new thing or something you have to learn i mean this this <laughs> yeah. should be something that you already know so yeah absolutely but but at the same time i appreciate the increase in caution you know in fact i i really think and this is not just as a healthcare provider that i you know have this opinion this is really just opinion of nikki green as a human being and um, i really do believe that that's how we're going to combat this we're going to combat at this just by good old common sense, you know? Um, so I, I do think increase in hand washing, increase in personal hygiene. You know, of course, in my office, I'm doing a lot more elbow bumps and things like that than pure on handshakes. But again, that is not so new for coronavirus. That's something that we do even during flu season, like I said. So, you know, we're really taking an abundance of caution to keep our patients safe, first and foremost, but even our team members safe. You know, that's really at the end of the day, my job is to make sure that I keep my team really safe so that they can help in turn keep our patients safe. So we're doing the normal common sense things. And I really think that's how we as a society are going to come out from the coronavirus yeah, and, pandemic. And I would probably venture to say too, or, or I believe this to be true, when you go through certain crises, I remember the, the city I used to, was from, they had a water shortage and uh, they had to go to water rationing and, and eventually it became one of the first cities that was gonna reuse the, uh, uh, the, 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 the toilet water, if you will, and they were recycling it. Right. But it, what it did was everybody, even today, which has been, I don't know, five or six years, seven years ago now, Today, they are much more conservative with their water and more aware. So I believe things like this help people to become more aware in their daily lifestyle, such as, I mean, I, I recently read where, you know, washing your hands with soap and warm water was the most effective way. It and is. It, it absolutely is the most effective way. So hopefully that, that, as you say, that becomes more of a standard. But I, it's very interesting. I commend you. You know, your, your office is already using protocols that you didn't have to say, Oh my goodness, we got to go to right. DEFCON 3 to, to get ourselves <laughs> ready for this because we didn't, right. we don't know what we're doing. You were already right. there, you were already using it. You know, I, I read something today earlier, it was actually on a, 
on a, from a dental website, a dental podcast. It says uh, what to do during the crisis. And there was just three little steps. It says uh, use or get a support system, show empathy and lead. And, right. and you've already done that. You know, you've right. got a support system that you have or, or a system in place. You, you right. do show empathy towards the community and, and Absolutely. people that are concerned and you can take Absolutely. the time to explain and, and then you lead well. So I, right. I think that's, well, that's I, true. So Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that is one thing I've, I've shared with my team as well is as much as we hate cancellations and, you know, things like that do disrupt our day and disrupt our schedule. You know, if a patient calls legitimately concerned about their own well-being, you know, we certainly don't. We've never had cancellation um, fees and things like that. That's just not part of our culture. But by no means are we going to make someone feel bad about their own abundance of caution. You know, that that's really a, an individual decision. Um, but I do want people to know that, uh, you know, probably your local dental office is going to be one of your safest places to be uh, besides maybe exactly. your very own home uh, during coronavirus season. Well, so. and even the people working within your office typically understand the benefit of, uh, of, of the Senate, you know, the, the sterile environment and making things Absolutely. more amenable. So even them living outside of their office at the regular home, they're using those same precautions. So you're right. Abs I mean, absolutely. better to go your, to your dental office than it would be to go walking around the mall, right? <laughs> There's <laughs> totally definitely, different. definitely some truth to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nikki, I, I just wanted to jump on here, have a quick call about it. Again, uh, great job on what you're already doing in your office. And, and, and I know with your husband, Bob's office is, I'm sure doing the same. And um, hopefully this is just a little insight to, to help people answer those questions and remain calm, right? I mean, this is not Absolutely. a time to, to freak out and get fear. And God didn't give us a spirit of fear, so we need to remember that. As well. That's exactly right. Something I actually shared with my team earlier this week, just about a lot of things that are going on, coronavirus and uh, markets falling and such like that. We're in a kind of volatile week or two, you know, in the U.S. And something that was revealed to me on one of my early morning runs is that he's still in control, you know. So uh, at the end of the day, we there we can't control these things, but I do know who is in control. So I'm just choosing to go into it cautiously, but without fear. Well, as you say, he... He's still in control, as I used to always hear. He's still on the throne and nothing changes yeah. there. That's exactly right. So I'm grateful well, for Nikki, that. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for jumping in here on a short notice. I know you sure. were enjoying a little vacay time, but uh, we appreciate having you on again and have a super rest of your trip. I plan on it. Thanks, JW. Thanks again for joining us on another edition of Global Impact. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Deezer and follow us on Facebook. Links will be in the description below. Until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and make an impact.